0: Okay good morning everyone very very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live session which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunity so being able to do our analysis in this session before the European Open begins um, allow us to uh, to analyze what we need to look at have a bit of an overview and be able to identify exactly which markets are we interested in trading what direction do we want to trade them and uh, more often than not, not not so recently, but more often than not, we identify exactly the price at which we're going to pull the trigger on these trades. So, so let's have a let's have a good look. We've 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 got a very it's a very confusing backdrop. I think that's the only way in which we can put it. And I do want to explain it a little bit more detail. Um, uh, please see our risk warning currently up on screen, and uh, we'll uh, just as a very very quick introduction. Um, All profitable traders no matter what your strategy is you need to determine exactly what markets to trade so trade selection is an important feature where do we then want to enter and exit these markets and initially of course that's often uh, for a loss but if the market moves in your favor you could start looking at profitable exits and and how do you and, and that feeds in nicely with our ability to manage risk and also manage the trade itself to a successful outcome and trading psychology, all in very important facets and features for you to to consider when trading markets. Now, we address these considerations every day in our live trade room, so we're we're constantly talking about all of these facets and how they impact our trades. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our trading approach, being accurate with the levels we use, being disciplined with our capital, and being patient as well. Patience has been a huge part of our approach over the last eight weeks. Uh, believe it or not, and we're very um, targeted in terms of what opportunities we're willing to trade right now. Um, We adopt that kind of approach during these types of market conditions, which are pretty, um, there's, there's a confusing backdrop, and there's a lot of sort of erratic kind of up and down nature to these markets. So we need to take steps to mitigate against that type of market condition. And then we become a lot more aggressive when markets start to open up again um and build portfolios and, and things of that nature so uh, let's get straight into it then so um we've got some interesting news points that feed into the sort of the macro understanding for these markets so yesterday um just to have a quick look uh was the last day of the trading month we're interested to see what sort of trading day would we get um we had a well a profitable one profitable one in the end but we only took one trade um no sorry excuse me we took three trades one was a profitable trade, and we're still in two of them. So actually, we're a little bit more productive, perhaps, than we thought we'd be. So, um, so CPI, Australian inflation coming in above expectations. So it was on its way down. It's now looking like it's considerably on its way up. So the RBA have some serious decisions to make. Uh, German prelim. Uh, we're we're in. We've got. Uh, a a worsening inflation story in some jurisdictions, and we've got improving um, inflation in others like the German and the French economy, Um, CPI coming in much lower than expected, Um, no growth at all month on month for the Canadian economy. And this is an interesting one here, Um, job openings numbers. So that had been improving slightly of course the fed want to see they want to see these job open job sorry these jolts job opening numbers come come right down they'd want to see some softening in this number and now we're getting a little bit of a a move back up to 10 million jobs so we're pushing close to two million jobs per unemployed person in the us so not really seeing what the fed would like to see um So today is now the 1st of June. So that's an important uh, feature. Um, We might get to, we might get some, uh, we can start afresh now looking at last month's price action, and then we can look to build on these market opens and see where we go from here. So what we have this morning for the Eurozone is, um, year on year inflation. So we're expecting uh, headline inflation in Europe to be up at 6.3 coming down quite sharply and it looks like core inflation is still remaining pretty sticky um, with certainly higher higher unemployment than, than the US so we are seeing a bit of the unemployment rate let's see if that's moved much it's not a particularly important news event but no we've been around this 6.5% for um, for over a year now Okay, so we'll be hearing from Christine Lagarde. She's um, due to speak at the German Savings Banks Conference. Okay, you know, it, it, it seems to be a shame that these banks are not necessarily passing on the um, the higher rates to savers. Um, so it's causing a bit of a, a banking dilemma. So let's see if there's any clarity comes out of that. So the focus now begins to shift to not just today's job numbers in the US, um, but also tomorrow's non-farm payroll. So that's the big news event. So we've got a lot of individual news events that could impact certain markets in certain ways. Two major macro events, um, which you're probably very familiar with, is the fact that we've got agreement pretty much regarding the debt ceiling um, uh, in the US. So that's gone through the house now. uh, And it looks like it's going to be signed and sealed in the Senate, I think today, I think it will go through that process today. Um, And the the second um, development in this market is just kind of just gone from my head just for a split second. Um, we're going to be hearing from the central bank in less than two weeks now. And yeah, this, this concept concept of, of a skip, um, or a pause, however, whatever terminology you want to use, um, I suppose the fact that rates are not continuing to push higher is important enough um is likely that with the debt ceiling would likely to have a bit of a, a positive spin on these markets but we're not really getting that so if prices don't go up we're gonna see if they end up coming down so our analysis yesterday was was pretty pretty spot on we were able to benefit from this move in in US oil we wanted to stay out of the, the dollar pairs. We, we kind of exceeded daily um, daily ranges, so they no longer, even New Zealand dollar, um, no longer became a viable opportunity. And we were interested in positioning ourselves to the downside for these equity markets. There's a lot of advocates out there that would suggest that um, the debt ceiling goes through and the Fed pause, and that would be a really bullish condition for these markets. Um, we're not so sure and the Fed are going to be data dependent now now here's the kicker about these central banks is that they talk about being really the question that we need to ask ourselves is are they in control of inflation or not and the problem with being data dependent means you're not really in control to any great extent and they keep proving that to the markets and um, and sending a lot of mixed signal. So it doesn't help us in any way, shape or form that the Fed are very much data dependent and you know, will initially potentially make a policy error we think in two weeks time by pausing when they've got an opportunity to get ahead of inflation. And we think that's an opportunity that they shouldn't turn down, but we think that they probably will. So it creates um, a strange dynamic for these markets because off the back of yesterday's um, FOMC members and the fact that we got the, the deal through uh, the, the, the house uh, to, to avoid a default in the US. You know, those are certain grounds for a bit of a rally to the upside, but maybe we've we've extended these moves to the upside already. Um, maybe it was a, a buy the um, by the rumor sell the fact is what potentially is feeding through these markets so if these start turning bearish again they feed right into our our potential trade Um so worth sticking with so we've got the indices let's have a look at these one at a time so we've got and I'll get up our pen as well. Just try and make this as easy and as straightforward as possible. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, let's get this up on screen for you now. So we'll post our trade plan now before you before you shoot off. So um, let's get up our, our line. Right. So, if if we if we take a little step back, we can suggest that this is <clears throat> it's a bit on the messy side because you could you could look at these different levels. But what we have is like an ascending triangle, so there's price pressures pushing pushing these markets when they start to roll over, we're getting that push to the upside. Now we're up at these these levels and we we mentioned, you know, for quite a few times, if we get above 4200 we we really want this market to stay above 4200 and we want to see that momentum start to kick in and see prices get up to forty three twenty six, 26 uh, and then potentially if it's a proper market move we'll see that type of move off the back of it and the more people that see this the more the bigger the move will be so um and if we zoom in um, Friday last last week Friday, we got a, a strong move and we actually closed, um, which was the highest close we've had uh, just above the, the 4200. So what was the exact 4213. So that was the high. Uh, and the close was the 4212. So we closed very close to the high and then we gap to the upside. And that causes us a little bit of concern because we want to see is there genuine momentum to the upside. And we saw this the following day. So You could argue that 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 was the conditions to see further upside, but we didn't get that. We got the reversal starting to kick in and we made new lows yesterday. So we're back now below that 4,200 level. So above 4,200, we'd be certainly advocates of further buying, but below 3,200, we're certainly advocates of, you know, potentially um, a decent move to the downside. Now we would have anticipated that the debt ceiling talk, the um, the the fact that the Fed are going to pause, they're calling it a skip, but it doesn't matter what they call it, you know, it would pretty much give a green light to uh, to buyers to um, start piling in. And what's interesting to to note is that we've not really seen that market response. So we've seen the rollover to the downside, and we've not seen you know, so far anyway, a big rally to the upside, which is, uh, I mean, maybe we'll get it later on today, but if we don't, then these are potentially trades that we might want to stick with. Um, so the, the NASDAQ is, um, we we've just made extended highs and all we're doing is selling the highs. It's not a trade we do that often, but it is a trade that we were able to benefit from last week. Really good, strong trade we're looking to do the same again this week and let's see if um if we get follow through to the downside. So if we zoom in, we'd be looking for prices to break below uh yesterday's low. So indices, excuse me, indices to the downside prime candidate, uh the Nasdaq below the 14,224. Um so uh a good strong bearish move, actually, in in markets like the FTSE and and the Dax. Um, our focus is pretty much on the US with with everything that's um, that's dominating headlines at the minute. But certainly, that that bearish trade in the US is still present uh, across European equities as well, potentially um, the Nikkei as well in Japan. So, I mean. Yet one of the important facets to these markets at the minute is that we're not really trading normal um, trade frequency numbers. So we're not building you know, portfolios, you know, big ones. We're getting into one or two trades at a time and we're building something slowly and organically because there's a lot of choppy price action and we don't wanna get you know, chopped up in it all the time. It'd, it'd be uh, soul destroyed. So broadly sideways, a little bit of a, a bearish bias perhaps over the last few days. Uh, this is in bitcoin of course so we're heading back now down towards twenty six thousand. we don't trade bitcoin just to let you know but we do sort of make reference to it you know, we're pretty much in this um this little sideways pattern with lower highs uh, and potentially lower lows and we'll probably see this market coming down again making a lower low again so um all of this is uh that's what our bias would be for Bitcoin is, is a bit further downside. Um, okay, gold, we've got a bit of support yesterday, a um, bit of a rally in gold. It has kind of petered out because we were looking for some dollar strength. And yesterday we were looking at the yen strength trade. So the euro yen, pound yen to the downside, but we'd exceeded our, our daily range. So being mindful of of ranges and daily ranges and average ranges and things like that, it's just useful to just determine whether there is a genuine opportunity for you right here, right now. And there really wasn't yesterday uh, across the Yen pairs to any great extent. And as you can see, it's kind of reversed um, today again. So uh, a bit of downside move across the dollar. And the pound has been, it's been quite a, a freakish type of trade recently. Um, the dollar-yen is looking a little bit more constructive. Did we get a pullback into previous support? Not quite, but not not too far off it. Um, Dollar-Swiss, a bit of an elevated move against the Swiss franc. And that was with growth coming in above expectations as well for the Swiss economy. So um, the dollar-strength trade is still a, a viable um tradable opportunity the opposite of the dollar cad the aussie dollar very very indecisive yesterday we wanted to stay out of it so there's a couple of opportunities perhaps in the dollar like the euro dollar to the downside and potentially the um the new zealand dollar Um, so there could be a couple of dollar based opportunities there as well okay so let's put our trade plan together then Um, unfortunately we are still technically dealing with quite choppy and mixed markets. You know, there is mixed signals being sent. Um, the fundamentals are, are somewhat mixed. The the sentiment in these markets are a little bit up and down. So we have our market summary for the last seven or eight weeks has been about these mixed market conditions. So do take that on board first. The fact that these markets are, are sort of up and down up and down and and i'll just share the the s p with you just to look what sort of price action we've kind of had uh in in these markets so we had the little breakout to the downside yesterday we had a flush to the downside we had a couple of little pullbacks the the, our overall bias would be to the downside but that could change pretty quickly if we start breaking above the 4196 we have a stop loss above the 4200 which is where we would want it to be so we're, 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 we're nice and calm in the trade, but you can see the up and down nature of this market, and that's really what we're alluding to. Okay, so um, so mixed choppy market conditions can prevail. Um, I don't think we have really an opportunity to, um, to get into any dollar, sorry, yen strength today now. We can have a look at dollar strength, and we can certainly have a look at US indices weakness. Um, so further downside for the indices that would be our our base case they're looking a little bit more constructive right now but um oil just want to have a quick look we were able to exit these markets um the low was the 67.10 we had our take profit at the 67.20 so pretty much picked that low um in terms of our profitable trade yesterday in oil so um So that worked out to be a good trade. Um, We wanna try and add more. We've got important moving averages. We've got the monthly low, which we're trading above and below. So not too much clarity just yet, but um, will we see some dollar strength? We we can have a look at at the dollar as well. All right, guys, um, do please note because of these market conditions, um, our trade frequency and trade size, two different things. Um, Please know and understand what these things mean. Um, it'll take you a little while or, or we'll happily address it in our live trade rooms of course um, every day but uh, feel free to ask whatever questions you need to get the information about these important factors how often do you, do you how active are you and how much capital do you commit to each trade because we're suggesting right now because of the mixed market conditions that our um, trade frequency is lower so the number of trades we get into are a little bit down now and the trade size the, the amount of risk we're committing to each trade is lower than normal. So bear that in mind. And it's all because of these mixed market conditions. All right, and guys, it's um it's eight o'clock now. So we're going to switch rooms. Um, I've just posted our trade plan into the chat box. Feel free to take that away with you. Um, in terms of the narratives, um, we've actually got potentially um, this dovish Fed, you know, this pause creeping through. And we've also got um the debt ceiling uh, agreement so we would probably expect a little bit of risk on uh in move and potentially dollar to just to, to sell off but it looks like we're getting the opposite so we're actually going to position ourselves uh in this camp here the fact that you know inflation is likely to remain a lot stickier than we anticipate and um the job numbers are not not loosening like the fed would like to see them so actually that's probably more of a concern for these markets indices lower dollar higher which is pretty much kind of where we're at. We back off commodities at the minute. There's a lack of sort of good quality opportunity and bond yields are just procrastinating off yesterday's highs. So we're just a little bit conservative, a little bit patient right now. And uh, if you can build that or adopt that into your trading strategy, no matter what your trading strategy is, uh, that will probably put you in good stead. All right, any questions, guys, feel free to post them into the chat box, of course, and we'll answer them before we close off. Um, just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. to the European session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. These are all U.K. times, by the way, so do check your local time. And for more information, just go to the live Great stuff, guys. On that note, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we're going to switch rooms now, so um, we'll see you in our uh, trading the European open live trade room in just a few seconds. For everyone here, take care. Speak soon. Bye for now.